Jake Mulraney, thank you very much for coming down and jumping on the podcast. Thank you, boys. Thanks for having me. So we always kick off with our opening tradition, which is a question from our last guest, which was Nina, Pat and Jean. So, Liebel, run you through that. Yeah, so, so Nina for Life is a suicide awareness group that's set up in Kingswood. And the question that they left, take this whatever way you want, go in any direction you want with it. But the question was, what are you going to do to make a difference? Nice easy question for you to start yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> Getting um, all philosophical early on, yeah. I, I, don't, I think I'd go down the route with, uh, with me little one probably. Mm. Um, with me kids, trying, um, I don't know, to be honest, like the, it's, it is a hard question, but to make the best difference to me, to me kids' lives, I don't know, I think I just try um teach them some of the stuff that we've gone through personally, whether it be um, whatever kind of situation, you know, yeah. family, um, friends, f- faith, skill, anything like that. Just try and pass on my experience just to her and make difference yeah, yeah, yeah. in my kids' lives. What age is your daughter now at the moment? She's four. She's four. Four. How's that been the last four years yeah. or her? I, 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 I say it to everyone, like, it's so hard to explain. <laughs> uh, unless you have kids yourself, like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the love you have for your kids, is, it's yeah. mad, yeah. Deadly. Right, now we've the formalities out of the way, we can <laughs> talk about some <laughs> more pressing issues. Can't have them on. I know this is going to be going out later on, So, but at the time of recording, it's Wednesday 15th of November. Three days ago, Sunday 12th of November, Jake and St. Pat's won the FAI Cup. So firstly, Jake, congratulations. Thanks, Bush. Two assists. Two assists. Two assists. assists. <laughs> <laughs> just a handy day at the office. <laughs> uh, yeah. Going day. into the game, and I'm just curious, like, Obviously, it's such a big game in, in Ireland, that cup final. Like, Was there nerves from your end going into it or from the team overall? I know you just finished above balls in the league, so was it a game you went into kind of expecting to win or did you think it would be tight enough and it would take maybe a bit of luck or whatever else? Yeah, I think cup finals are always 50-50. Yeah. Um, I know we had beat them a couple of weeks previous. But uh, like I said, cup finals are it's 50-50, boys, I think. Um, they're a good side. It, the game we played a couple of weeks against them, they were uh, they were probably the better side first half. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going into it, there was nerves. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, there was. The night before, um, woke up to go to the toilet and took me about an hour to go back to sleep. <laughs> just, <laughs> just passing the, just the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, boys, it's mad. Like, just thinking, really, if I'm in this situation, what am I going to do? If I lose the ball here, if I mm. do this, if I do that, and like, your brain just goes yeah, mad. Details, and then you're yeah. checking your phone, it's, 45 an hour minute like later yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but um yeah but leading up to the game like the night before was worse than the lead up to the actual game like um in the change room and all before music song I'm all right um said me prayer I'm, I'm good to go really yeah and um, I'm okay then yeah 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 it's mad, isn't it? Like, because I get nervous. So I have to ring up like the Chinese. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do we have a kitchen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like down to play in front of forty-three thousand. Yeah. It's like, what's the? You were saying the night before was worse than the actual day. Like, yeah. when you wake up that morning, cup final day. Like, what's that morning and afternoon like up until the moment where you step on the pitch for kickoff? Take us through that sort of. So sequence. we're um, we're up. It was half eight. Up for breakfast, half eight. And go back chill for an hour. Then we went for a little walk. Um. Went for a meeting. No, sorry, pre-match, then meeting. Uh, then we went, took a picture on the bus and then mm-hmm. straight to the Aviva. So it's like, it's a, it's a, it goes like that. Yeah, it's so fast. Yeah. It's, it's um, It goes very quick. Like, and like I said, like you're just constantly thinking about the game. But 
obviously the night before, like you can occupy yourself, you go speak to the boys and, yeah. on the phone or whatever, but um, yeah, the lead up goes pretty quick, yeah. Deadly, deadly. And when it comes to like, I know we were speaking a bit just before we started recording, in the game, Bowles got 1-0 up early on. You were saying you actually weren't really that nervous when Bowles took the lead. I wasn't like, oh shit, Jesus. It's more like kind of calmness, cool, felt like you could pull it back. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I didn't I didn't feel nervous at all. Like, yeah. When they scored, I wasn't, I didn't feel anything really. I just... Um, it is what it is, sort of thing. It is what it is. Yeah. It's a penalty. They've scored a penalty. It's 10 minutes gone. We've still 18 minutes to, to come back here. Um, with the players that we had on the pitch as well, I felt, yeah. felt okay. But, um, yeah, look, of course, it, straight away, as soon as the penalty is given, I'm thinking to myself, oh, <laughs> one nil down here. Um, but, yeah, when they scored, it was nothing really, no, mm. no real feeling. Just ready to rock, really. Yeah, let's yeah. get <laughs> going again. again. Yeah. And I know you've, I will chat about it later, but you've got some experience playing in big finals as well from different teams you would have played for. So I'm sure that really stood to you going into that game and obviously going one nil down, being able to pull it back and yeah. bring a bit of leadership to it as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, the the previous final that we played in was pretty similar in terms of atmosphere, in terms of um, like hostility and yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. It's the same kind of crew, like the Irish and the Scottish fans are pretty similar. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, like I said, on the day it wasn't as bad. Mm. And to be honest, it was the same. For that final as well. Really, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was the same. Um, I don't know why. I, I, I don't know. I can't tell you why, but um, it's just, it is what it is. That's just how it, how it pans out, really. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I've always, like, since we started this podcast, you're the first footballer we've had, professional yeah, footballers. Yeah, yeah. And we've been dying to get them on because, like, like most young we grew up wanting to be footballers. And, like, no matter how shite you are, you always think you might make it one day. <laughs> and then you're <laughs> yeah, 17 and it's yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. probably not going to yeah. happen. <laughs> but, like... Go into as much detail as you want, but what is it like to be living a lot of young fellas' dreams in yeah. terms of just being a professional footballer and that's how you make a living? If you had to sum it up for somebody, yeah, what's it like? It's, look, it's, it's great. It's, I'm, I'm literally playing football for a living. Like When you break it down to, to like the simplest form, like mm. I'm kicking a ball and earning <laughs> money. And it's, it's great. It's a huge blessing, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes you might take it for granted. Mm. Maybe when things aren't going your way or you've had a rough couple of months or but when you strip it all down like it's, it's you can't really ask for a better job mm-hmm. you're training every day you're into the change room with good lads having a bit of crack going to the gym it, it, like you experience days like we did on Sunday like yeah. it's it's amazing yeah yeah it sounds like a I can't even put words to what it is but like the journey that you must go on just like knowing that each and every morning you just get to wake up and do something you'd probably do for free anyways get yeah, yeah. For it. and then getting to experience those moments like you were saying in the cup final but also getting to make memories for the supporters and the people mm. that like follow your team around like it's seems like a nice way to make a living <laughs> yeah it's brilliant it is brilliant and when you see like the kind of numbers that were there Sunday and yeah. I mean and I won't set fans go home I'm yeah. very happy but <laughs> when you see your own fans buzzing and kids buzzing and yeah, it's 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 a great buzz. Yeah, to be is part that, of it. Is yeah. there any part of it you think that? Obviously, every job has shit elements to it. What are the kind of things about being a professional footballer that people might overlook? I feel like people don't acknowledge how difficult it really is at times. Um, I think. Or is it all just easy and happy? And no, <laughs> uh, no, it's not. Like the, I mean the the, the playing bad and, 
Um, that kind of element to it, like that comes with the game, like yeah. getting steak or whatever, it's part of the game. Mm. But the kind of part that people don't see is like kind of stuff you miss out on. Like I've been away since I'm 15. Yeah. Um, like growing up, like yeah, my wife fought, fought a lot of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even recently in the States when my little one was born, we were, um, she was born in October, I was gone in January. And uh, COVID hit, so the girls had to go back. Oh, and um, they're going down four months without seeing my child. My child comes back and doesn't even know who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's things like that. It's it's a bit rough. Like meeting her at the airport and she's like, how's that? <laughs> yeah. you know? like it's, that was rough now. Uh, but apart from that, though, like, like I said, like the things that happen in football, yeah. it, it happens. You know what I mean? You, eventually you'll get over it and... But mm. that's the kind of hard bit for me was the family side of it. Yeah. Was your baby, was she born in America? No, she was born in Scotland. Oh, Scotland? Yeah, Scotland, uh, yeah. At least they're Scottish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scottish, yeah. She doesn't have the accent, though. She's more family than I have. Deadly. One last question, then we'll get into the usual stuff. But what was the celebrations like after Sunday? Oh, it was deadly. We, yeah. went, uh, we went back to the forge. There was uh, looking at the function room for family. And then... Um, about an hour and a half after that, then the fans went into the warehouse and we just all mm. went down into the warehouse, excuse me, with the fans. And it was just mad. And then we um, but even driving back, I was saying this before, um driving back through uh, towards the Red County Yeah, yeah. We were going through Richmond and uh, it was hectic. It was mad. Really? There, was about, yeah, yeah. there was about eight hundred people on the road just flowing out of the pubs, <laughs> flares like the, it was just mad. <laughs> but um, the set, I was good. It was very good. The celebrations were great. Yeah, quality, quality man. Sounds like someday a day that will live long in the memory. I'm sure. I've seen actually the pictures you had with your little one as well, yeah. with the cup and the pitch. Like those things are stuff that you just treasure forever and be able yeah. to pull up in years to come. So yeah, that really sticks with really. you. Daddy, man. Daddy. You brought the medal with you as well. Oh, yeah. Did you yeah, just keep it with you permanently yeah. now? Yeah, yeah, it's always in the back pocket, isn't it? <laughs> I just wear it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Sleeping with it. No. <laughs> Quality. So bring us back then, Jake. Obviously, this is where you're at now, but football's been an ever-present in your life from probably the second you could start walking, I'm sure. What was it like for you growing up as a wannabe footballer at that stage? Yeah, it was great. I had like an upbringing like anyone else, really. Um kick the ball on the road till my mad called me in. Yeah. <laughs> um played for Bosco. Went to Bosco at four. Lewards Crumlin and uh got scouted from Crumlin and then it just all went from there really. Yeah. What was up with that Crumlin team? Were you on steroids or something? Yeah, <laughs> open unbelievable <laughs> players you said on that team. And <laughs> now even the year above and the year below there was a lot of good players but um yeah, yeah we produced some good players in fairness yeah. Um there's been a lot that's come through Crumlin. Yeah, 100%. and um, I'm sure there will be in the future as well. Yeah. Even was Lee Hammond on your team? Hammond was there, yeah. <laughs> Lee was there. Dan <coughs> um, had probably four or five of the boys who went on trial. Yeah, um, yeah. So a couple of boys are in the league of Ireland now. Um, a couple of boys are in the Lancer Senior League. So that there was a good squad. Yeah, yeah, it was a good squad. You were young as well when you started getting brought over on trials too, yeah. weren't you? Yeah, I think it was 12, 11. The first first trial. That's mad. Uh, like, yeah, uh, Forrest was my first, and I think then Ipswich. Um, Crumlin yeah, had a link with Forrest, did they? Yeah, Crumlin yeah, had yeah. the link with Forrest, yeah. So a couple of us would go back and forth, um, look on mid-terms, and we just yeah, go yeah. over and trial. And 
if you do well, they'd call you back and just the normal way trials work, really. Well, and we wouldn't know. No, we never, never got one. Yeah, <laughs> living vicariously through you here. Now, yeah. <laughs> but I can only put myself in the position. But I'd imagine when you're like eleven or twelve, and any professional team asks you to come on trial, does there be a bit of you that's like, yeah, like I'm the man. I'm I'm making it here. For you at that age, was it kind of just wore off a duck's back sort of thing? No, it was. It was because when I first went over, like um, the difference was, was math. Like the, yeah. the size of the lads at that age. Like I was a yeah. Like I was tiny. Yeah. Like I was going like. You know, I said Dan, Dan was a big lad. Um, mm-hmm. We had another couple of big boys, but at that age, they were all big. Like yeah, at Forest, yeah. I don't think there was many boys. Like they were in gyms, they were doing, they were doing stuff mm-hmm. that first teams do. Like we were training Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah, yeah, they were up. playing, they were in Monday after school, Tuesday. Yes. Gym, yeah. educate. they were doing everything. Yeah. And um, I was like, I was thinking back a bit. No, I was kind of, growing up, I was kind of always, I was normally quicker than most of the yeah. people I play against. We got there and everyone was just yeah, really quick or all. That's quick, yeah. So it was, it was a big, it was a big shock when I first met. I'd say so. How many other teams was? Do you mention Forest Sips, which was trying the others you were uh, going over to? Think, yeah. Jay, that was years ago. Uh, <laughs> I made me mind of quick with Forest and Did Forest. you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was um, probably. I was probably 12 when I made my mind up at Forest. I just right. kept going back and forth until I was old enough to sign. And, um, yeah, so my mind was made up quick with Forest, yeah. What was it about Forest that stood out for you? I don't know. We just, it was a good group. The lads yeah. were... It was a good group of lads. It was just... The digs was good. The coaches were good. Um, yeah, I just liked it. I don't know. Mm. I just got a good a good vibe off Forest and stuck with it. And just went kept on going back and forth on trials till it was... 15 or 16 and something. Okay, so it was like yeah. three or four years just yeah, backing just over, back, back over. Yeah. for a while, yeah. Nice, nice. And when it came, um, like, time that they actually offered you a contract for him, is like, if you want to take it over and come play, mm-hmm. well, not professionally, but obviously in the academy for Forest. how did that feel for you? It was great, yeah. It was great. Um, I think, yeah, uh, it was it was tough in terms of, like, me man leaving me family and friends and, yeah, um, yeah that was tough, but, I, that's it's what I wanted to do, you know. So it was it was um, something that I'd never torn torn down. Mm-hmm. So it was it was I was delighted with it. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because like, I remember even when when Dan was signed for Liverpool. Yeah. Because like, oh, I'm a Liverpool fan. I was fucking buzzed. Like if I was texting the board, I'd be like, oh, "Cousin just signed for Liverpool." Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is dead. <laughs> but like in my head, like that he made it. You know, like he had achieved. Yeah, he's a footballer. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's kind of just the start of the journey, isn't it? Like. It's easy to get caught like, oh, I just signed for this team or this club want me, but the real work kind of only starts once you get there. Yeah, it's you're miles off it when you first mm. go. Like, you're nowhere near it. Um, I think I can't even imagine the percentage of boys that play in first team at 15, 16, 17. There's not many yeah. at all, especially over the water. But um, yeah, you're miles off it. You've so much to do to even get close to training with the first team, never mind even playing. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. You're, you're nowhere near it. Yeah. Nowhere near it. And when you went over there, were you like, were you confident that you'd eventually break into that first team or were you constantly in the back of your head like, I don't know if we'll ever mm, make yeah. it? Yeah, there's, there's doubts all the time, yeah. yeah. Um, I never thought that. To be honest, I was never, I, my thought process when I was young was never like, oh, not the big man, like, yeah. oh, I'm going to make it into that first. It was always the opposite. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was always yeah. down, it was always constant scraps in your head. Um, yeah, it was. It was. 
it was complete opposite. I was like, um, oh, yeah, what if I don't make it here? Where am I going to go from here? You know what I mean? Like, as a yeah. young kid, I was very, very um, easily wound up in my own head, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And that, obviously, that must impact performance then and just the whole, the way you carry yourself on oh. the pitch and everything else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like after one bad game, I'm thinking, oh, I'm gonna get released. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, was, it was that heavy. Like it was like, and then the pressure piles on for it. Because yeah, some yeah. some boys are literally playing for. I was I had a scholarship, so I had, um, fifth. I had sixteen, seventeen, and then I had seventeen already. You know what I mean? So yeah. there were some boys that only had sixteen, and yeah. then they'd have to play the whole year to get seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. But um. Yeah, it's, the pressure's mad. It, ah. Like I don't think it's spoke about enough. Like the pressure that's on young lads in academies. Like it's, it's hectic. Like it's hard. It is. And it is hard for young boys. Yeah, eh? you, you give up so much of your life. Mm-hmm. To, like you, you don't get a leaving suit. Like you leave school after your junior suit. Is that when you left? Junior, yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah. You're giving up your leaving suit. Whatever. Obviously, you can go on to college and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot harder when you have to have been away for four years playing ball. Oh, big time. So like time, you, yeah. you really do take a risk and put everything aside to try focus on making that dream happen, and then. If something happens, they don't renew your contract, nobody else wants you, you get a bad injury, whatever. So many factors that issues. you need yeah, yeah, control, yeah. You're just one unfortunate event away from not being able to play ball again, and then you're just exactly. left stuck. Exactly, yeah, you're just a, literally just a number then, mm-hmm. yeah. It happened to me, um, it happened to me at Forest myself, yeah, so it's, it is hard, look, I think that should, I think they are getting a bit stricter with it in terms of like, a system for when kids get released. And yeah. Like, it, it gets heavy, like, some mm-hmm. kids get Proper, proper down. Like, oh, and yeah, yeah. I've heard stories of some kids, unfortunately, hanging around life still to get released. Like, it's it's that serious. Like, it does get it does get bad. Yeah, it's shocking, isn't it? Especially at such a young age. So, I yeah. think even when like Dana went over, for example, or you would have went over like fourteen or fifteen. I think when I was younger, I would have looked at that and been like, "Oh, deadly, yeah, they're on their way." But they're just babies, really, aren't they? Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, you don't realise, because yeah. Jaden's here in the studio, he's like 14, 15. 15. 15 now, it's yeah, like, yeah. if I was to picture him going away, living by himself, like training, then having the rest of the afternoon off, and like all this stuff, it's like... Phew. Wouldn't let him to leave your valley, boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so much, like just because you can play ball, there's so much about life outside of that that comes into the equation as well, and to not be equipped with that, and you're really just put onto a pitch, and it's like, right... If you make it, you make it. If you don't, good luck and figure the rest of your life out from there. It's such a such a amount of pressure that I don't know if anyone's really equipped to deal with, but definitely not at those young ages when you're still young. You can be easily influenced from all sorts of stuff going on outside of life. Yeah. Like, you're trying to figure out who the fuck you are. Yeah, <laughs> Never mind anything it. else on a pitch. And it's like, all this coming in must be a heavy load to carry every day. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a cutthroat sport. Like, it's proper... Um, it's proper cutthroat, yeah. Like, I don't know if you've watched, there's like a, a little documentary for like Palace kids coming up oh, the hallway yeah. and uh, there's kids getting released at 13, like, and their parents don't know what to do because they're proper like down in the dumps yeah, over, you know? Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah it's, you're just trying on the pitch and you do get help, like, it's, at the end of the day, it's another number. Like, coaches go through, I'd say, they do go through every year. Yeah. Just look, unfortunately, you're not good enough to play here. Yeah. Can't renew your contract, that's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No? What was the so you went over to Forest on a scholarship at 15? 15, yeah. What age was it when you left Forest? I was just about to turn, I think I might have just turned 18. I was just about to turn 18. Right. I was 17, I think. Right, right. So you're there two um, or three years? Yeah, I was there for a couple of years, yeah. And what was, were you just, your contract had expired and they didn't renew, or what was the um, story with that? 
We're starting. Do you want me to go? Yeah, go on. We love a start. Yeah, as long as you don't get in any like, legal yeah, trouble. It's <laughs> not a start. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, um, I was up at the 21s and I was doing okay. And um, a new manager came in for the 21s, fella from Nike Academy. Right. And uh, now, to be honest, look, looking back the way I played back then, I understood why he probably didn't like me. Like yeah, it was yeah. all about um, tricks, and I didn't I didn't have the right mindset of a forward. Yeah, like yeah. it was all about oh, going one v one, going past people. I didn't care how me cross was yeah, as long as I got yeah. past the player. Not like selfish or anything. Yeah, like, but yeah. my confidence came from me going past the player. Beating somebody, yeah. yeah. So he didn't really take a liking to me, and uh, got pulled. But I was doing okay. I, I remember it. I was doing okay, but. They pulled me in and I was thinking, right, they're probably, they're probably going to say I need to work on this, that, whatever. Pulled me in and said, look, I'm not renewing that contract yet. Yeah, basically, that time's done here. And I was a bit taken aback because like, the conversations I'd had with the previous 21's coaches and I felt like, right, I'd probably have another little year here. I said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to give it a go. But um, I ended up getting released and... Um, I got released probably in March. Then I was going on trials. Then I went to Leicester um, played an in-house game. Don't know, again, I don't know. I was, my agent now calls me the best trialist ever because I, I do all right in the trial and then I was leaving get complacent then. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. But um, I've done okay and the coach says, look, um, <laughs> he comes up to me, says, look, you've done all right but we're not going to offer you anything. We have a young lad here below you who we don't want to Enter his process, and it turns out to be Harvey Barnes. So, oh, right. your man has an no idea what he's fair talking enough, about. Fair yeah. enough, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> so, that was that. Yeah, that was dead in the water. Then I went to Birmingham, trained with the 21s, then um, trained the next day with the mixture of the 21s and the force team. Mm-hmm. And um, then I played a game, and I had a nightmare in the game. Nightmare. Um, then that was again, that was another one dead. Um, I was meant to go to Stoke then on trial. My agent went quiet at the time. My agent at the time went quiet. So I was like, oh, I can't get a hold of this fella. Yeah. Brings me back. Texts me actually about two weeks after. I'm still training here at Forest. Staying okay, fit. Yeah, yeah. I said, the coaches were saying on the fence. said, look, you can stay fit with us. Well, I'm going out on trial. Um, he went quiet. They actually said, look, I'm packing her in. So I was like, yeah, nice. I didn't know what to do then. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, one of the 21s coaches at Forest ended up going to like a non-league side called Ilkeston. They right. were like, I think they're like the 10th tier, uh, ninth yeah, league yeah. or something. She says, look, come in, train with us, play for the reserve, stay fit. And uh, he says, if Ant comes up, just go. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but I went in, played with the reserves, played a couple of games with the Forest team. And again, I was terrible. Really? Was really yeah. bad. Head was fried. Like, yeah, like what was your... Mindset like at that stage, having gone on so many trials, agents gone missing. It's just you just don't know what to do. Like seventeen year old lad, like yeah. playing packing, you know, I'd know where to live. Yeah, you know I mean, like yeah. traveling, like me, it was just a just a mad period in my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, I'd know where to live. I was staying with a friend of mine, his dad. Uh, I'd come over, staying with him. He ends up giving me a belly. I hadn't seen him for a couple of weeks and I was just in the gaff of my own. Gives me a bell saying, look, I've moved now to the gaff, you've two weeks, kind of 
to find somewhere I'm going to live down, I think it was Wales or something he was going to yeah, live. Yeah. So I was like, I have nowhere to go. <laughs> so uh, one night I ended up just keeping at a bus stop. My mate drove really, past, yeah. saying, what are you doing here? And just told him. He said, come stay in my house with my family. And they looked after me. I was still at Ilkeston at the time. So I was getting picked up by uh, another lad, actually, who got released to... Uh, his name's Steve Chettle, the coach. Great, top yeah, man, yeah. top, top man. Um, so they were, he was picking us up and we'd both go to, to Ilkeston together. Mm-hmm. So, um, was it a far drive? No, it wasn't. It wasn't that far. But, um, yeah, it was a bit of a mad, mad scene, yeah. Mad. And you weren't getting paid by Ilkeston <laughs> at that time, were you? No, well, there was a thing, like I'd get 50 quid a game, but it was with the force team. But um, I only ended up playing with the force team when nothing was coming about. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. But my dad, my dad, I didn't tell my man, and my man freak out. Oh, I can't imagine. My man freak yeah, out. Yeah, so I over tell yeah. yeah, I'm grand, I'm not sure. <laughs> not, yeah. Have a Lamborghini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, my dad just, look, I had no money. Look, I was waiting for you get this check for down your B-Tech or something, like 350 quid. But my, my account was already in a... Uh, like a deficit, so I was already right. 200 quid down, so we got that in, it was 100 quid, and then that was gone, like, so my dad had the order, me filled, and, you know what I mean, it was it was a bit of a mad time, but, um, it was, do you know what, looking back now, it's a good time, you know what I mean, thinking, like, what I've picked up from that, yeah, 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 but, um, yeah, it was, it was a bit of a mad one, though, yeah. I put things into perspective. Too. <laughs> yeah. I never even knew some of that stuff. And yeah. we'd researched it beforehand. So. Yeah, no, I don't think it's told anyone. No, I think yeah. there's only probably a handful of people that know that, if I'm honest. Yeah. yeah. This might just be me being a fucking pussy. But like, what's that moment where you're like, oh, I'm done with this. Just get me home and I'll get an yeah. apprenticeship or I'll do something else. Or. Yeah, 100%. I, um... Sorry. I, um... I ended up, because it wasn't really working out at Ilkeston. Like I said, I was playing terrible. So it was like, I'm playing against grown men. Yeah, just the first time I kind of played against men. Yeah. And um, I was thinking, oh, no, I'm not able to play here. Yeah, I'm not able to play against men. So I ended up ringing my dad. I said, look, I'm just going to come down and stay. My dad lived in Wolverhampton at the time. and said, right. um, I'll just come and walk with you. We ended up down painting and decorating for probably three weeks. <laughs> but in fairness to me, dad, yeah, he stuck me in all the shy jobs. So, look, I had to carry the, the plaster everywhere yeah, and I had yeah. to make, like, do all the shy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ended up saying, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I can't, can't do it. Go back to the bus stop. Yeah, yeah. I ended up packing that in. I came home then and uh, I was looking at the force. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my agent now just bailed me on our word and said, look, the QPR, um, 21's manager wants to, wants you to come over on trial. I was thinking, oh, no, like, my head was fried, like, yeah. my, my nanny had just died and, uh, I didn't want to leave, I just didn't want to take what, really, you know, I just, I just wasn't up for that and, um, I said, I'm not really, I don't really want to do that, I don't really want to go back to doing trials and, and, uh, that was that and then my mom said, bring him back, like, tell him, tell him you'll, you'll do it. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, really, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. And I wasn't fit, I hadn't played in training yeah, months. Yeah. I think it was probably November time. So my agent sorted out PT. Um, I was training 
with Larkview at the time, I think. So I was kind of playing, um, had a couple of games there trying to get fit and then went over to QPR and thank God I done all, all right and um, got a deal at QPR. All right. Yeah. Did you, when you were on that trial for QPR, did that feel for you like, right, this is last oh, chance to leave? Yeah, that, that's really what it was, boys. Yeah, last chance. If nothing comes with this, it's done. <sighs> And how did you feel as you were doing the trials? Did you feel at the end, you're like, right, that's enough, I'll get the deal here? Or was it like, oh, I'm not sure? Yeah, well, I trained. Um, they knew that I wasn't fit. They knew the situation. Like, so in fairness to them, they were all good, yeah. I trained the Thursday, Friday, played 45 on the Saturday. Right. And thank God, it scored twice. And I think, right, that's a decent trial. Thank God, yeah. um, came up to me, says, look, you had a decent half, but they're not went near signing, yeah. No, I mean, like, <laughs> so, so you've gone through a week and a half like to prove that I think it was probably trying to make me that's kind of what I needed to hear because yeah, I probably yeah. would have went the other way and got a bit <laughs> comfortable but um, I ended up tra- uh, training for another couple of weeks and at the end of the couple of weeks then they offered me a deal yeah. Yeah, that was a lifesaver when that came true wasn't it yeah, yeah but like I said it was the last chance really yeah, if yeah. this doesn't happen it's getting packed in yeah. what was the contract they offered you was it a few years or uh, it was a year and a half. Year and a half. Okay. Year and a half. Yeah. Gave you some breathing room at least. To yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So on. I had the, the 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 January to May and then and the next season. Next season. Then yeah. Or QPR were they Premier League at that time or Championship? Uh, yeah, they were in the Premier League from the January and got relegated in the May. Right. <coughs> so next season Who they'd be that? Championship. Was that Adel Tarat at QPR at that time? That Adel was there. Yeah. yeah. Adel Tarat was there. Did you ever train with him? Yeah, he he uh, he, he seems like a head mad, <laughs> yeah, mad yeah. man. He excuse me, he was um serious footballer of like talent, yeah. mental proper street footballer. Wasn't proper, he? like you just sometimes you just stand because he trained with us a lot because he fell out with the gaffer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember one time we were out training and uh, he's played mad. You like he runs out about twenty minutes late and hour twenty months man, like, you can't tell him what to do. Yeah, just yeah. look at that, just get yourself warm. So you don't get a knock or you don't get mm-hmm. injuries, just not. Just walked in. Just like put his hand up in the air like that, walked in. <laughs> Think to myself, this fella is this is one of the best footballers, like street boys, he's not a self. Yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah. seeing the videos ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tarat, he's like a strange talent, but just didn't care. Just didn't <laughs> care at all. Madness, Actually, you'd probably be a good person to answer this question because you've seen a lot of different footballers at a lot of different levels. How much of it do you think is natural talent and how much of it do you think yeah. is like attitude and willing to work hard? Yeah, do you know what, boys? To be honest, I think a good 80% of it is mental. Yeah. If I'm honest, from um, from my experiences and mm-hmm. from speaking to other people, I think a lot of it is mental. Obviously, attitude, yeah. obviously technical ability has to come into it at some stage. Um, attitude, obviously, I've, I've seen boys go from nowhere near that at 17 to playing in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. So um, that obviously comes in massively as well. But I think, from my perspective, mentality and how you deal with setbacks and stuff like that is definitely probably the most important thing. Yeah, makes sense. Like I don't even the most talented footballers. I don't think I've ever seen someone who hasn't gone through some shit in their career or some setback, some adversity, some challenge to overcome. And 
I think, like you said at the start, how you'll make a difference is sure and everything you've gone through and using that to enhance your daughter's lives yeah. moving forward from there is like, there's so much, even in those 10, 15 minutes what you're yeah. speaking about there, like that's a... Bring a sleeping bag that's to a bus stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sleeping in a back pocket, yeah. yeah. Like there's a, a book worth of yeah. wisdom and life lessons and experience in there to share, like so. And that was only like, when you signed for QPR, you 21. were 18, 19? Yeah, 18 it's or like, yeah. <laughs> it's mad, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Those two years, well, year and a half, what was it between Forest ending and signing for QPRs? Like, yeah. all that went yeah. on in there. Such a pivotal time as well as I could mm. go one way or the other. Oh, now you're here, a champion. You would have thought. Just retire now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the peak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What age are you now, actually, by the way, Jake? 27 now. 27. So it was literally about 10 years from that experience yeah. in Forest leaving there up until now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. What a turnaround that's been. It's Before been... we go on, I have to ask. Yeah. QPR, uh, the trials you've done, the time at Nottingham Forest, out of all that time, is there any player who stands out as being like the best player you've ever played with? Just uh, over with that period in England. From Forest to QPR. QPR. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. No, I can't. I can't think now off the top of my head. Um. I knew obviously the, Adele in, ta- in terms yeah, yeah, of talent, yeah. Tarat was outrageous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyone you played was still going with now, playing at the Premier League level, or? Yeah, there was a couple of bo- there's a couple of boys. There's a boy that actually uh, he's a skipper at Forest. Lad Joe World, there was a couple yeah. of boys out of that the year below me at Forest that got good moves actually. Right, yeah. Yeah, there was um, a lad called Oliver Bo, got a couple of 12. Oh, yeah, pound. yeah, I remember him. Mills, like he done, he done well for himself. There's a couple of boys in the champ, yeah, a couple yeah. of boys in the year above, played in the Prem. Jamal Lascelles, Captain of Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. Um, Patrick Barnford, Ben Osborne, like these boys done well, like played in the Prem, played at top, top mm-hmm. levels. Mm-hmm. And, um, Trying to think, any if I, if I trained um, training at QPR, we trained with Rio Ferdinand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mentality wise, that's one thing. That's that was probably the first time we kind of noticed it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you told a story. Actually, you had a little falling out or a spat with Rio. Was there? At well, training? no, I do shit myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, we're doing a little rondo, and uh, the gaffer says, "Right, when you lose the ball, it's done." Yeah. Um, I think we're about 50 passes in um, coming up to 60 and I, I gave it away but beforehand I had I kept I, obviously we were up to 50 I was doing alright I was keeping the ball and it was me who gave it away and he just bang went mad I was thinking <laughs> to myself oh, can I, what, do I, what do I do here he uh, just went mad didn't say anything after and that was the kind of first time I was like right I'm playing like because, like I said, just like I didn't know after the Ilkeston thing if I could play with men. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. it's, it's different when you're going and yeah. playing with lads or ages to then going up to, like, yeah, yeah. with grown men. And it's the standards go through the roof, especially yeah. someone like himself who, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, uh, who had the career he had. Yeah, but yeah, that was uh, the first little reality check I had going for the first time, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's no one better to get it from <laughs> yeah, either, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Some operator, yeah. <laughs> cool. So, um, moving through for our QPR, then obviously you stayed with them the year and a half. Did the contract not get extended then for you there? Did you get moved somewhere else that you jumped on? Um, I went there on, on loan, uh, I went to Dagenham and Stevenage, and um, the academy manager, academy director, and the 21s gaffer came out to watch me a couple of times. and 
they basically said, look, we'll come out and watch it, and if you do, do all right, we'll give you another deal. So she says, okay, like, fair enough. Yeah, she yeah. can't really argue with that. And um, last game this season for Stevenage, I had had a decent long spell. It wasn't bad. And um, the secretary came up to me. and says, yeah, that's some people left that here for you at the desk. I was a contract in QPR. And um, I was thinking to myself, they're just leaving the contract there. Like, they're, they're obviously not taking me that serious. Mm-hmm. Like, if they just throw behind the desk and say, hey, I'll give that to to him, so I just went in and said, look, am I anywhere near the first team? No, okay, fair enough. I'm just going to go and see if we can um, go back to where I was, like Lee Taylor or yeah, anywhere yeah. like that. And, and um, cause that was, that was, that was me thinking, like I'm thinking, like, look, I'm 20, nearly 20, uh, 19, nearly 20. I need to be playing first team in and around yeah. the first team at least. And, um, so I ended up not taking that contract and ended up signing for uh, Imanis. Yeah. Okay. Big yeah. decision that. Yeah. Yeah, it was but like like I said, like I, I didn't really want to be in the twenty ones anymore. I kinda wanted to kinda take that step up to the first team. Mm. And um I ended up just yeah, taking the deal at Imanis. Respect. Like yeah. considering what you'd been through just the year previously, yeah. To take that you might call it a risk, but to back yourself and say, like, no, nah, I want to go play four team football and prove myself, there's courage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, like I said, at the time, I, I, didn't, I didn't really know if I could play men's football and then yeah. the lounge spell, I kind of proved to myself that I was, all, I was all right. Just yeah. a, bit, a bit of a bash. Yeah. And then, obviously, not just moving teams, but moving countries. I know it's Scotland and it's part of England, but again, having to go, yeah, yeah. relocate, Make new friends up there. What was that like? That transition and all that. Yeah, it was all. It was all right. They were they were a good group. Um, it was a great group of lads. Actually, I had already known two lads up there, and um, so I got settled in pretty quick. The gaffer was Irish. Nice. Um, got on well with him at at times. We had <laughs> mad spats, but um, we got on well, and it was a great experience. It was the top flight in Scotland, and got to experience some. Very, very good games. Mm-hmm. So it was an enjoyable time, yeah. What's the standout moment for you for your time at Inverness? Um, probably going playing at Celtic. Yeah, yeah. That was the first time. Yeah, yeah. Big, uh, proper stadium of play. Well, not proper, but like crazy yeah, crowd. Yeah, yeah. Atmosphere. The Celtic yeah. fans are mental. Non-stop. So that was that was a great experience, yeah. Did they give you any, like, take it easy on you because you're Irish and there's a bit of an no, Irish Celtic connection now? No, no. And then you left Inverness and was it Hearts then you, or Hibs? Hearts, yeah, I went, Hearts. To, I went to Hearts then and um, had a two-year spell at Hearts and then got a show from America and America, yeah, <laughs> madness, isn't it? All the chopping and changing yeah, transitions yeah, around, yeah. <laughs> you kept your Irish accent, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, somehow you hung yeah. on to that. I've yeah. always been around Irish people, which is yeah, strange, sure. yeah. yeah. Every club I've been to, there's been Irish there, deadly, deadly. When it came time to make that move to America, was that a tough decision to make? Was it like other side of the world, different time zones? Like, yeah, it was, it was, and plus, because I just had a child, so, I'm so taking, Ella had come along at that stage, uh, yeah, yeah. So Ella was there, I was taking Ella away from my family and my partner's family so mm-hmm. it was a big decision um, but look th- to be honest the Atlanta the, the way the MLS do things it's I don't know how anyone turns them down like they sent me over a leaflet of like everything 
if I like if your wife likes shopping, these are the places to go. If you like doing this, this is the places to go. Like a literally like an email with like a pamphlet, basically like a online pamphlet. You yeah, just flip yeah, through yeah. it. The stadium to show you the facilities to show yeah, yeah. like selling it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That literally that's literally what it is. Yeah, selling it here, and it's just. I think and so how can I yeah yeah probably yeah, <laughs> it is all right how can you tone right, it yeah. down like the salesman knocking on the door good morning Jake yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah obviously I'm going to detail here but when uh, America came knocking offering that contract obviously that was like the whole appeal of just being over in America and all the stuff over there financially was it a significant improvement from where you were at in Scotland that was a similar kind of financial move but just more opportunities were over there for yeah fin- yeah financially it was Made more sense. Yeah, you know, made yeah. a lot more, a lot more sense. <laughs> a lot more sense. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the, the money in America is is, is good in America, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, obviously that wasn't the only thing. Yeah, obviously, course, it's a big yeah, part yeah. of it. Yeah, the women are nice as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like everything, like the lifestyles, the, the stadiums, the facilities, like yeah, it's. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I genuinely think in the next few years, like if they. Um, recruit right like they could easily be one of the top leagues in the world really, like, yeah, it yeah. has everything to yeah, be yeah, in the top true. leagues yeah. it has everything except the eyeballs and prob- maybe the talent yeah yeah well yeah, you'd be surprised the talent, like, yeah. they, yeah. they grab like little see, like, Brazilians little Brazilians that, yeah. that no one knows of like 20 <laughs> yeah. year old Brazilians yeah. Argentinian boys mm-hmm. that no one knows and two years in the MLS and they're going for 50 million like Almiron at Newcastle true, and yeah, players yeah. like that yeah even the boy at uh, Atlanta Tiago Almada is his name He's just won the World Cup with Argentina. Striker or really? Like a 10. Small Argentinian. They're all 10s, aren't they, Argentinians? Yeah, yeah, honestly, they are. Even their centre backs are like 10s. But he's going, he'll go for 50 million. Really, yeah, yeah. So they're they're getting much better at that. They're going that route now, whereas previous they'd get like Lampard, Pirlo, Thierry, not boys that are just going over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now they're going the other route, going, getting boys and making Dow off. Little Brazilian too. Yeah, yeah. Top, top, yeah, yeah. top quality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to just rewind back a little bit because it's such a big, obviously pivotal part of your life becoming a dad. Firstly, is that something that you've always wanted? Like knowing you wanted to do is have a child, be a father, or just something as you got older kind of came to you. And then what was it like actually having a kid and bringing someone into this world and be like, shit, I'm responsible for you forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was scary when she first came, but yeah, we always wanted kids, so we always wanted to have a child. Uh, yeah, she's uh, she's deadly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I said, this at the start, it's hard to explain. Like the the kind of love and the buzz you have with a child, mm-hmm. it's um, yeah. Like I said, like I'm responsible for this child. Like I was 23, I think, when I had Ella. Well, I was a ble- I was thick. I hadn't <laughs> clue what to do with my hand, and then I just have this little baby here. Ma came over for the first um, first probably week or so, so I was yeah. kind of a bit calmer, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Eve and my partner, she she was grand. She straight away she was grand. Mammy mode kicked yeah, in straight away. Yeah, yeah. But I was I was terrible <laughs> from what I can remember. Uh, but you get used to it, and it's it, like I said, boys. It's you can't describe it until you have a kid yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And is he for Irish or Scottish or Irish? Irish. Yeah. yeah. Did you were your friends are before you moved to Forest and all that sort of stuff? Or? No, we knew over. Um, I knew over, and then we ended up getting together. Then just. Uh, a couple of months after I moved to Inmanish. Ah, really? Yeah. So, semi-long distance sort of job for a while, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, yeah. 
Quality. Cool. And then moving across to the US, were you able to bring Ella and Aoife with you from day one or did you go for a while and then they were able to follow over later? Yeah, so I, I went first and then they came. And then, like I said, the COVID hit. Yeah. And uh, they kind of had to go back. And then it was a nightmare trying to get them back. How come the they country. had to? Was it visa related or something? Yeah, that they visas, had to go back. Really? Like, and they were recommending people to go back. And ho- so they had like a, they woken off like a holiday visa at the start. Yeah, yeah. So they could come for a couple of months and then yeah, they'd have yeah. to go back. So they, um, their visa was coming to an end. So she was like, look, I have, kind of have you to have go to back. Go, yeah. She doesn't know if she'll get back in the country if she stays mm-hmm. over the time of the visa. Oh, yeah, yeah. So then, yeah, COVID hit, and uh, they were gone for probably four months, I'd say, three, four months. And we, a couple of times at that time, because it was COVID, was football stopped for you? Football uh, was stopped. Yeah, we stopped for about probably two and a half months. Then we did right, yeah. uh, the tournament in Orlando. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. Mad, in like a bubble, they were calling it. Yeah, we stayed in Disney. <laughs> in the Disney resorts and uh, played on the facilities in Disney. <laughs> it was a mad one, yeah, but... Yeah. Only in America, isn't it? That's yeah, what happened. Like. It was, yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Well, it was horrible. It was roasting right in the middle of July. Ah, Disney's Disney in Florida, Orlando. is it? Orlando, Florida, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Sticky, Ooh, humid, all that crack. <laughs> what was that two and a half months like? Was Aoife and Ella out of country and you weren't playing ball because of COVID, obviously, so you were just kind of home alone for yeah, a couple so of months, we, yeah? They, uh, in fairness to Atlanta, they looked after, they did it right, they did it well in fairness, they dropped off bikes to everyone's cafe and we do right. like, um, we do like Zoom sessions every day, more yeah, or less. Yeah. whether it was on the bike or with a ball or, um, now like just little sessions that you could do yeah, on the gaff yeah. really. Yeah, try to keep it moving, keep the team engaged as well, make sure boys are not <laughs> taking advantage of <laughs> a bit of downtime going on the yeah, session. Exactly. It was great with me because I whack on the way if we don't try. Really, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously season kicks back in. How long did you spend at Atlantic? So now that you moved to Orlando then afterwards, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, two years, at, two and a half years, I think. It's a long weekend thing. Yeah, see, two seasons. I had the COVID season and I had the others. Yeah, two and a half seasons, yeah. Nice. And then uh, I got a call Thursday after, no, sorry, Wednesday afternoon from the director. Said, look, I'm trading it to Orlando. You right. need to be there by Friday. <sighs> so, was like, my first question was, like, what's going on? Like, what's the story with the girls? Like, what, what's going to happen with them? He says, look, you just go. Um, you're going up to Canada. So you have to fly down to Orlando, then you have a game in Canada on Saturday, so you have to be there Friday. <laughs> so like, okay. Um, no say, no nothing. Yeah. Um, in fairness to the league, though, the league probably look after. They cover everything. They move everything. If you need a car moved up or whatever, really, yeah, they, yeah. they can do, they do everything for you because it's a, it's a, it's a mad process. Yeah. You just oh. get a call and they're gone. And the I girls were still in Atlanta then for two weeks. I... Um, because we had back-to-back games in Canada. Right. So I went to uh, Montreal. In Toronto uh, or something. Came back, trained in Orlando, then went to um, Toronto. Right. So we had two games back-to-back in Canada, so it was just a two-week basis where the girls were there yeah, in Atlanta, yeah. and I was in a hotel in Orlando <laughs> waiting to kind of settle in. Right. Yeah. With two questions. Go First on. one. So, so see, like, you go to Atlanta and say you sign a contract for, I don't know, 100 grand a year. If they trade you to Orlando, do they have to honour that contract there? Do you have to renegotiate a contract? Yeah, it's mad how the MLS works, boys. It's your contract to the MLS. 
know what ah, I mean? So it's not, the so club. It's not a club. So yeah. I, I, I can't exa- I can't remember exactly what it is, but the club own your rights or something, and yeah, yeah, yeah. your contract is with the MLS. Right. It's a weird one, yeah. I th- I'm sure that's how it is, and. Uh, so if you get traded, you're basically on the same contract. Yeah, yeah, just you wear a different jersey. Just wear right. a different jersey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That That's Second crazy. question then, because America is fucking huge. Like, in England, like, if you're, I don't know, Liverpool playing, where's far from Liverpool? Swansea or something, I don't fucking know. It's probably like a two-hour flight or something like that. Like, in America, you could be playing in, like, a different time zone. Yeah. <laughs> One weekend, up in yeah. Canada the next weekend. What's the longest flight you had to do for an away game, do you remember? Uh, I think it was five hours. Five hours, yeah. To Seattle from Orlando. Right. Uh, I might have been Atlanta actually, but yeah, that was a, that was the yeah. longest flight. But um, I missed the two LA games. But I think that's a bit of a trick as well. But yeah, from yeah. what I remember, it was Seattle. Yeah. Right. Like you hear, Premier League clubs are all about playing Champions League because they have yeah. to fly like three hours out on back. Yeah. But you boys are just doing it on a weekly basis. Yeah. yeah. Every away game was a flight. Yeah. <laughs> Every away game. Yeah. That and when you got that call from Atlanta, say, here, look you're being traded to Orlando, did that just come out of the blue? There was like no sort of, here you might be getting a move here or anything like that? Well, um, yeah, more or less. It was more out of kind of, yeah. out of the blue, yeah. He, he just gave me a text saying, can you take a call in five minutes? And No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, he said, can you take a call in five minutes? And at the time, I was trying to get a passport and um, register for Jamaica to play for Jamaica, so I thought it was something to do with that. Mm-hmm. Ah, my first yeah. thought was right. This is probably him saying not to go ahead. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he rings me and just says, "Look, we're at the agreeing a fee with Orlando. Uh, we're trading it to Orlando." And um, yeah, the first question we asked him was the girls. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously the second question was like, "When do I have to go and whatever and mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. like that?" But yeah, it's just out of the blue. That's just how it works there. Yeah. Like in the prem, you'd hear like. <laughs> Negotiations are like yeah, rumors yeah, for weeks stuff, in yeah, advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. United bleeding linked with someone in June and then signed them on the last day of the transfer yeah, window. Yeah, nightmare. Ah, stop, man. That's crazy. And even like to go in and get your stuff, say goodbye to the lads, all the friends you would have made, yeah. their coaches, all the rest. Like get your shit, and get out, get on a flight to Orlando. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I loved Atlanta as well. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Me, 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 family. They loved Atlanta. Yeah, like Atlanta was a great spot, and. Uh, when you hear Orlando, like the, my board was buzzing. Now, because Orlando, you think Disney, and you yeah, think, yeah. oh, this, that. But um, my problem in Orlando was more off the park than kind of really? on the park, yeah. Right. We will get into that, I'm sure. But I just want to ask you about the Jamaica thing. Did that ever come true in the end? Did you play? I'm guessing your father was Jamaican or? Um, yeah, my dad's Jamaican, yeah. But no, we, we just packed that, we just packed that on. Yeah. We packed that in um, after that. Um, yeah, I just didn't go through with it in the end, eh? Yeah. So when it came to them making move to Orlando, if I remember right, Orlando have signed some big players, like Kaka, I think, was at Orlando. Yeah. Uh, Nanny from United. No. Did you play with any of those? No, no, none no. of them. I played against Nanny. Did you, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I played with Pato. Do you remember Pato? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen he commented on some... I was looking at your Instagram, <laughs> doing the research, and he left a comment on one of your things. I Did don't he? know which one. <laughs> Might have been when you announced the... The, that your girlfriend is pregnant or something like that. Oh, okay. I said something Pato. I was like, no way, that's actually Pato, Pato, like that. Yeah, yeah. Milan, and it was. <laughs> yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm uh, strong in my faith, like, and so is he. So, right, um, yes. I think when you have that in common, it's kind of it just, it just flows. Yeah. Then, so we had 
He's a good fella, yeah. Really nice bloke. How's that Portuguese? Obviously speaking English. Yeah. Th- now, John, you know, he has all right English, yeah. yeah, yeah. But there was a couple of Brazilian boys that. So if we're in a group, like some of them would translate if someone doesn't understand. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So it was always all right. Take twenty minutes to have a conversation. Yeah. With <laughs> yeah. Johnny Cup of Tea. Yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes. Ah oh, man, even the team talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the team. Yeah, that was one big shock for me as well. Was like having to kind of like pick up bits of Spanish so we could kind of. Yeah. You know, line with everyone. Yeah, madness. Does uh, John Daly use Spanish? In the <laughs> 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 uh, so in Orlando, you mentioned it was more off the field stuff than on the field. What was going on there? Uh, it just it was just hard to settle in, yeah. boys. To be honest, yeah. Um, where we lived, like everything was on paper, it looks great. Like it's, but even like. Even trying to go out with a gaff like during the day, like see, like May, June, July, August, like oh, I say, it's hot, man. It's, you just you just can't go out. Like we're <laughs> bringing the we're bringing Ella to the playground. You can't get on that because everything's just <laughs> roasting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she gets played, throw her down the slide, and she comes yeah, off. Yeah, stuck halfway up. Little things like that. You know what I mean? Like honest to God, like, I don't think. I don't think I bring the dog in a walk for nearly ten months. <laughs> the dog was just out the back. He just, he just wouldn't, he just wouldn't go outside. Yeah, it was just yeah. too hot. It was mad. It was like, even the area that we lived in was very Hispanic. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So the baby like come over to me like, <laughs> she'd come over like confused because she obviously didn't know what the other kids were saying. Yeah, you know what I mean? like, yeah, she'd come yeah, over yeah. like, I don't know what he's saying, daddy. And I'm thinking because he doesn't speak the same language, Spanish, love, yeah. and she's like. And then she can't make friends, and then it's hard. You know mm. what I mean? And then it just builds on from there. Yeah, I don't know. We just couldn't tell, boys. If I'm honest, we just it was hard to settle. Um, and we just we, me and Eva had a conversation. We're like, look, um, I'll tell them at the end of the year. Um, I went in for the end of the year meeting, and the manager at the time, Oscar Pereira, top top man, like doesn't care about like he does care about football, obviously, but he's family forced. Yeah. And um, he had a laptop out with clips on it, like what, we, what I wanted to do more for us. I wanted to understand this position more. And I said, Gaffer, just before we go into that, like I just wanted to tell him my situation. So closed the laptop, put the laptop aside, moved his chair up towards me. Just goes, look, what do you want me to do to help you? So I just think, he said, this is a good fella, like he's definitely not going to stand you, in the way. A few more quid on the salary would help, actually. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, a few more quid. A couple more zeros yeah. on that yeah. one. Uh, Spanish lessons for him. Yeah. 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 No, he was 100%, though, yeah. He was fair play, though. And what was that conversation? Yeah. Were you, like, at that point, were you like, I oh, just want to go back to Ireland, or were you open to moving to a different team within the US? Or? No, I think we were just going to set and coming back. Yeah. Either you, Kyle, Ireland, and... Conversation, he said, Look, that's that's this. You idea, close the laptop, me over the closer to me. I just said, Look, what what do you want me to do for you? Like, what do you need help? He says, Let me mm-hmm. go speak to because you have the end of the year conversation. Orlando was speak to the coach and staff, yeah, then go speak to technical director, chairman, whatever. Yeah. He says, Look, let me go in, speak to them, explain the situation so they know, and then uh, you can go up and there. Mm-hmm. And he just takes me. Are you okay? Are you sorted? What do you need to do? Because um, he said to me, he says, when he, for, he forced Klaus, he says, what do you want? And then we had a conversation. He was like, well, I have three pages here of what I want you to do for us next year. Basically, like saying like that, I was going to part of his plans next yeah. year. But he said, look, 
I've I know kind of the situation myself. I've been through it myself, and I don't. I'd never ever stand in anyone's way when it comes to family. So he was solid with that. Yeah. Big respect. I think that's something that's probably overlooked a lot, especially from the outside. I don't know if inside the game there is a lot more tolerance for it, but I think from a fan's perspective, you just look at footballers as just like assets more so than anything else. Like the boys just get on the pitch and kick the ball and shut up moaning, or you know, like all that stuff. And like, yeah, exactly. you don't know there's a person actually behind that player. Yeah, 100%. Like, that's what I said is at, at the start, like, stick and all that stuff at football. Like, that's. It is what it is. It's part of the mm-hmm. game. You know what I mean? Like that's why I don't really ever expect people to fan, take that. Yeah, yeah I don't. Ex- I never ever kind of ex- expected people to say, "Ah, oh, poor him." It is what it is. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. everyone's going through some sort of shit. So yeah. I never really expect that from anyone in the football kind of yeah. bracket. So when it does kind of come about, it's a little bit of like the man. Like you said, like in, like I feel like a big part of management is man management. To be mm. honest, like I feel like players definitely uh, respect that when a gaffer is good on that side of it. A weird question for you, but like Alex Ferguson, like everyone who worked with him says his best asset was his way to manage players and know yeah. the individual and stuff. If me or Lee, let's say, or someone was managing you, what do you feel you need from a manager to get the best out of yourself? Um, it's changed since of when I was a kid. Like I'd say, probably up until. I don't know, maybe just before, maybe America, mm-hmm, when I first mm-hmm. went to America, 23, up until about then, I was kind of more the arm around the shoulder kind of player. Yeah. Gaffer, like, if I was going through a bad game or a rough time, like, I'd kind of need that as opposed to the hair dryer stream. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, the older I get, I, I don't really, I don't really need anything now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the older I get, the, Look, at, I have scraps in my head every single day when it comes to football, yeah. every day. But the older I get, it, it, it kind of the easier it is to, to win, if that makes yeah. sense, in my head. I so, um, the only thing I, I, I'd like from... is Again, the man management is probably... I think players respect that the most. Yeah. Man management, yeah. It's a bit of understanding that there's life outside football. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even like when it comes to on the park kind of stuff, yeah. Like in terms of like, um, like in terms of the way, like even if you're not going to play, even if a gaffer comes up to you and says, uh, "Look, I'm not playing you today." And yeah. in fairness to John, now like any time I don't play, he comes up and speaks to me. So that's all I kind of mm-hmm. require. Um, I can kind of, like I said, like the mental side of it. Now I'm, I'm winning more than I'm losing upstairs. Yeah. That's good to hear. <laughs> yeah. Has there been anything specifically that's helped you with that? Has it just been experience, time, reps in the tank doing it, or has there been anything else you've yeah, found? Probably reps. Yeah, I I've done a bit of training mental uh, with a fella called John Johnson. Um he kinda gives you a little t- he kinda strips it all down for you and kinda makes you realise that your negative thoughts are kinda normal and stuff and mm-hmm. uh, like kinda stick and stuff like that. Like look, um stick is it's um, part of the game like yeah. if someone thinks I'm shy someone thinks I'm good all due respect it's in my head it's all irrelevant yeah. you know what I mean like it's at the end of the day look I still have to go out there and, and play I still have to go out there and do the business whether someone thinks mm-hmm. I'm shy or if or not you know so it's that's the way I'm kind of going about it now from um, from them that kind of side of it yeah Deadly. I know you're someone who faith is a big part of your life. How how 
influential of a role has that played in your development and your growth do you think yeah we've, we've, yeah to, to everything like again I, I didn't even mention my faith but that's that's probably my go to as a, yeah. a prayer yeah um, or opening up my bible I have a good uh, I have a good group around me now and thank god if the whole way through I've kind of had a good group of people with faith around me so um, that's kind of that's definitely helped in that side of it yeah Deadly, deadly. It's such a big resource, isn't it? Something to lean on like that, something to Absolutely, give yeah. a bigger meaning to yeah. life and all this yeah, shit that yeah. comes with it at well, times. Saying, yeah. Is that a certain, like, uh, I don't know, Bible quote, I like verse around that you'd say to yourself before a game or surrounding one, anyone uh, that stick out? No, there? not really. There's not too a, superstitious around like that. No, I'm not, no, not anymore, no. Not anymore, I'm not superstitious, but um, no, it looked in. The Bible is something for everything, but um, now I just I'll just say me prayer and after me prayer and be calm and mm-hmm. then kind of ready to rock from there. Yeah. Do you have any more questions on that, or can I pull it back? To no, you? pull it back. Yeah, pull it so back. So you had that conversation about with your coach at Orlando about not really being settled in and wanting to go back to either the UK or Ireland. Yeah. How long between having that conversation and making the move to St. Pat's, if you remember? Um, would have been probably. The end of October, November. So they gave me, in fairness to them, they gave me a bit of time. Yeah, he said. He said, mm-hmm. in the end, um, he said to me, "Look, well, back in January, there's something. Um, I think it was say the 14th or the 15th. Yeah. They were back in. Yeah. He says, "Look, if you haven't got anything, I need you to come back." And so fair enough. Uh, if you haven't anything sorted, so um, through that time, then I was kind of chatting to clubs and chatting mm-hmm. to. How does that work out, like chatting to clubs? Like, obviously, not just like looking up on yeah. Google number for ringing, yeah, 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 <laughs> ringing the head office, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you just my agent says, Look, um, John Daly wants to meet with you, Great. Tim Clancy wants to meet with you, or Damien Duff wants to meet with you. Or Could you tell your agents, would you reach out to these clubs for me, or is it more so see what comes to, to you? Um, well, yeah, your agent will put you put your name out there, yeah, and, yeah, see who bites, and if someone fancies you, then. They'll, Get in contact oh, or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, just go from there. Yeah. So tell your open club I want to chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we should have gave him a bit. <laughs> you know, you could probably do with a winger actually. <laughs> so, yeah. cool. so as it kind of played out, I'm sure there was a couple of options you might have had in terms of coming back to Ireland, making the move here. What was it about Pat specifically that kind of drew you in? Um, well, firstly, I knew John from my time at Heart. Okay. So. Um, John done a lot for me at heart, in fairness, yeah. Was he a manager or assistant? Or? He was a coach. Coach. Coach, yeah. So he helped me out a lot at heart. So I went and spoke to him and the gaffer at the time. And uh, I don't know, I just liked it. And I'd, I'd been to Pats as a kid. Uh, yeah. A lot of my family support Pats. My cousin in America is a heavy Pats fan. All right. <laughs> so it quite made sense. Um, spoke to the owner as well. Good fella. Very good fella. Um, spoke to him. About the kind of, he told me kind of the ambitions he has for the club in the next few years. Mm-hmm. So it it sounded good, and what he said, he was he, he said like, look, I want to be winning cups, I want to be winning like trophies with Pats. Yeah, and he has, in fairness, we have done. So um, it made sense at the time, and thank God it, it's going to pay it off in the end with a cup. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and overall reflecting on the season, obviously it ends on a high with a, a trophy. How did you find this, this your fourth season in playing League of Ireland back in the league? Like, did it take a time to adjust compared to playing in America? Did it feel like on par? Like, what was that? 
Yeah, yeah, it was up and down. My first yeah. year was very up and down, yeah. Um, if I'm honest. Yeah, getting used to kind of the style of play and mm-hmm. smaller pitches, bumpier pitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> facilities and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it was very up and down. Like, I, I started okay, um, got into it a bit more, started to score a couple of goals. And, yeah. Um. Then towards the tail end of the season, I I was pretty I was poor like I had a poor end of the season, and um and then in the final then um performed alright and mm-hmm. we won the cup so it was up and down yeah it was definitely up and down but it was a good experience you know yeah. like um according to, even though I'm 27 I'm still learning about myself and had a bit of a learning uh, <laughs> Of a learning curve, I'd say. Yeah. Towards the tail end, when I was probably playing all right and scoring some goals, I probably got a little bit complacent, mm-hmm. and uh, paid for it in the end. But do you know what? It was in a way, although it was horrible to play, not good, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a blessing in a way because again. We've learned now not to get complacent. <laughs> yeah. For fuck's sake, just don't be complacent. Yeah. yeah. They should have <laughs> given you. How long was that contract with Pat? Are you allowed to say? Uh, yeah, three year. A three year. They should have given you a three year trial. Yeah, yeah. He's just on trial. Yeah. That would have worked out better. Every game's a trial. Yeah. <laughs> but even what you said there, Jacob, like understanding, started off strong, got into a groove, then kind of form dipped. It's like it's easy for us on the outside looking yeah, like, yeah. oh, he's having a stinker, he's playing shy, but. As footballers, you'll probably be your own worst critic in those moments. And you walk off a pitch, you don't need anyone to tell you you've had a bad game or played poorly. Like, you know yourself. But I know you said that as you've kind of grown more reps in the tank, you've kind of, not that it doesn't impact you, I'm sure it hurts, but it doesn't kind of stay with you for as long as it that's, might have in the yeah, past. Yeah. That's the thing. It doesn't stay with me for long at, at all. Like, um, like I, I, I joined in with the old county as well. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Some, I got sent off against Trotter and boys were saying to me, oh, you're getting some stick off the fans. It's, like, it's, it's, it's funny, yeah, because some <laughs> of the stick is funny. I'd say it's different like, compared to the American yeah. stick. Yeah. Some of it, is, in fairness, yeah, some of it is funny. I'll take some of it. <laughs> you ever be on the pitch, like, you have to hold yourself back. Yeah, for like, I remember whipping in a corner. Uh, I think it was Shell, I just can't remember. I just went straight into the keeper's hands and some fella goes, hey, oh, gee, that was fucking shit. <laughs> I just turned around and just started laughing. Me and him are just laughing at each other. And uh, it's stuff like that I don't mind. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, no, yeah. Like, like you said, like, the older I get, like, it's, like, don't get me wrong, I love having the fans there in the, in the atmosphere on Sunday. And I've played through COVID where there's no fans. Like, we need fans, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we need them. Like, I, I can't explain how much of a buzz they give us, like, in fairness to the Pats fans, they didn't turn on us once through the year. Even when we were playing bad, I don't remember the time really them turning on us like in the stadium. Mm-hmm. But like I said, like it's yeah, their opinions of me as a football player mm-hmm. in my own head is is irrelevant. With all due respect, like I said, like I, I still have to go on there. Yeah, like, yeah. like coming even to the cup final, like that's probably the worst form I've had in years coming really, to the cup yeah. final. But it's being honest, yeah, and. Um, People are probably saying, like, I probably shouldn't have started and wouldn't expect me to start after kind of having a bit of a dip in form. But it's it's all irrelevant at the end of the day. I still have to step onto the pitch. The gaffer's telling me, look, I'm starting you, so be ready. Mm -hmm. We have to be ready. Like, 
people's opinions of me, it, it doesn't really matter at that stage when I'm standing there. They're not gonna, they're not gonna help me. They're not gonna play for me. I still yeah. have to go out there and give it a go. But like I said, though, don't get me wrong. It's we need fans. Like that buzz on Sunday was top, like top, top. Yeah. Like I've, I've not experienced that many times before ever. But yeah, that's just how that's how I win fights in my head, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. to be honest. It's massive, man. Massive, yeah. With the um, the final, obviously the Viva, the crowds, the celebrations afterwards, all that. I know it was a bit of a rough season, but do you feel now off the back of that how the season's ended to set you up now moving into next season to be like, right, whatever lessons and shit we went through the last few months, we'll put them to the side and get cracking out into a bit of a break and then getting ready for next season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh God, it's, I'm not saying that I'm going to play good every single game. It's yeah. not realistic, but... Um, I probably took the foot off in terms of preparation for games. When I was yeah. playing well and kind of scoring goals, I kind of... It's something that I never really do, you know? I kind mm. of, and thinking back now, I did pay for it, but it's my own fault. You know what I mean? Look, I'd, I'd have a certain routine that I do. and Say if you played on the Friday and the Monday, I'd do it on the Thursday, but I wouldn't do it the, the Sunday. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So uh, we ended up paying for that, but yeah, it's like I said, like I'm not promising that we play good every game, but I promise that we'll prepare really for every game and yeah, prepare yeah. myself really. You know what I mean? Right. I I kind of have to like short term memory loss sometimes. So <laughs> I don't know if Adam asked you this already. But I don't think so. Well, is you asked me about the standard League of Ireland since you came back. No, no. Were you surprised by the standard League of Ireland since like coming back from America? Did you have especially a yeah going as a kid watching yeah, the game? You left the League of Ireland probably wasn't it. Like, I had supporters and stuff, but it wasn't, like, regarded as, like, a, a great league for football. Uh, whereas coming back now, it's obviously gotten a lot more popular, more investment. Still a lot of work to do, obviously. Mm-hmm. Don't want to neglect that fact. But it has come a long way, I think, in the last four or five years. Time, yeah, yeah. yeah. Coming back, signing for St. Pat's, did you have an image in your head, like, did, I could take me foot off the gas a bit here and play well, it'd be easier? Or did you kind of know what you're getting into and were you surprised by the level of the league? No, not, not at all. That, that wasn't how I was thinking coming into it. Um, I had watched games before like obviously Dan being one of my best mates yeah. we'd watch Dan a lot with Rovers um, I know a couple of uh, the boys throughout the league um, so I, I had a fair idea and it's not a million miles away from Scotland in terms of like some games can get scrappy so yeah. I was expecting that you know I was expecting that it's very competitive like the, some like the only thing, like I've seen Damien Duff speak about facilities, yeah. like and yeah. funding and stuff. He's right though. What I mean, like if if something comes out, say some sort of funding comes for pitches, like the standard to go up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's some serious players in this league with like good, good ability. Sometimes you're going. This isn't an excuse, by the way. It's just like just it is what it yeah, is. Reality, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to a pitch and you're playing. It's bouncing 40 times before the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean? car in the middle of the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's mad, boys, but just little things like that would make it yeah, go through yeah. the roof, you know? Like, you see yourself, like, why teams kind of go to talent and play all right. Like, Cork went there, scored yeah. four goals. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because the surface, it's a big pitch with nice surfaces and it's easier to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but it, the yeah. standard is good, though. Don't get me wrong, like, some of the goals, like, I've seen the goals of the year nominees to let down, I think, myself. Are you on so there, are you? Elders. No, I don't think I made it, no. You had a few good goals. Yeah, you did. Nice free kick. Yeah, but there were some serious goals. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the standard is, it's. I think it's better than people think. 
Yeah, it's mad some of the stats you hear in the League of Ireland of like prize money for winning the league oh, versus prize be, money yeah. for just getting into Europe and drawing a match yeah, in Europe. Europe and almost bigger, isn't yeah, it? yeah, that's it. It's like yeah. you need to be strategic and like, yeah, right, yeah. boys, we'll just shoot for Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Madness is like, yeah, yeah, you'll take it. It's crazy. And you look at the amount of young players, especially over the last few years that Ireland's produced, and then obviously they've restructured the academy. So the way that lads can't go over now to England until they're 18, so they have to stick around the league unless they go foreign in Europe um, a bit longer and then that breeds through the next crop of young like even final the other day the amount of like underage players who were on the pitch for Pats few for balls at the same time like it's massive to see that next crop coming through and then uh, like Evan Ferguson even at Brighton like doing bits like that yeah. it's deadly to see the progression that's I coming there but if it's not being funded and you know they haven't got the resources to do it it's just going to fizzle out and the league will start going backwards as yeah, opposed yeah. to progressing and moving forwards yeah like some of the young talent in the league is Madness. Like you, I was on display in the final. Like yeah. You can see it for yourself um, on both sides. Yeah? So there's, there's a lot of good young players. There's a, there's a lot of young players. Most of the league is young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a young league. Very it is a young, young league. So I think the, the fact that they've nipped the England thing is it's a good thing. But, uh, like you said, like boys can still go to Europe and stuff. But in the long run, it's probably better for boys going... At 17, 18 with 60, yeah, 80 yeah. games under their belt, as, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. as opposed to like a club looking at a kid with potential, saying, I might have a good back at the first team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now looking at a kid who's got 80 games under his belt, you're saying, right, we can throw yeah. him into the first team, you know? It used to be like the, the players who are 11 or 12 look like they'll be great when they're 17 or 18, yeah. went to England, and then mm-hmm. whatever was left ended up in the league world. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas nowadays it's like, just let players develop in their home, like stay at home with their families, not taking them out of Ireland. Stay in school, finish that, exactly. yeah. Do all that, go through the ranks. If they're good enough in Ireland, break into the first team and then if an English club sees them from there, let Happy them know. But at least there's like a viable path into the League of Ireland where you'll develop mm-hmm. into a good player. So it, it is good. It's moving in the right direction, but definitely needs a lot more funding. Yeah, it does. It does. But yeah, you're right. It, um, like the, the, the young lads that we have, like, they're very... Uh, they're just they're just comfortable, you know what I mean? Like they're playing they're playing every week, that they're living at home. Um but we've some very, very good yeah. young boys, like who I think will eventually move on and they will. But um I think it's good that they're gonna be here until maybe eighteen, like yeah, you said, yeah. like now they're going away with sixty games. That's it, yeah, the experience of that, yeah. They're ready to go then into a first team. Yeah. And I think he was a few lads already have done like Dawson the Boy went over. Oh, there's uh, so many, Andy, yeah. Played for Andy Lyons. Andy Lyons, yeah. So a few Danny Mandrew. There's so many. Well, and on top of that fact, when me and Lee were growing up, and obviously you would have been growing up, like we would have been looking at lads like you, Dano, other players who went away when you were like 14, 15, yeah. you're like, right, if you're not gone by that age, you're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, over. Yeah, so like when yeah. we reached 16, like we haven't even had a trial anywhere. So like <laughs> football, football's yeah. in the bin. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah, just no, isn't happening. Is Whereas yeah. at least now you can like watch and you'll see, oh, these boys are 17, 18 and they're still in the league. They haven't gone abroad. Like the pathway is still open there. You know, it's not like if you haven't gone to X club or gone abroad by the age of 15, it's yeah, yeah, dead yeah. in the water and you might as well just give it up. So I think it opens up young kids' eyes then to see like actually, you know what? Because you have some kids who are 13 or 14 might just develop sooner, you know, hit puberty a few years earlier. 
are dominating the leagues and then a few years later everyone else catches up and it kind of equalises things yeah, yeah, yeah. but if you're only picking up the best ones at like 12 or 13 and then neglecting yeah, everyone else the fastest. yeah yeah it's like a race <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, start <laughs> injecting kids <laughs> with testosterone at <laughs> the age of 9 or something <laughs> so I think it opens up more doors more pathways yeah. to hopefully give more opportunities to kids who maybe like developers or you know take longer just get that confidence to grow into themselves and as you say can get games under their belt play League of Ireland football and then go and do whatever they want to do when they hit 18 and hopefully they'll have like an education as well or another string to their bow so they're not just clutching on to it's football or nothing here do you know that mm -hmm. way they have an extra perspective on life where it's like I can go after this and if it works out great but if it doesn't it's not like fuck life is yeah, done here you know there's under the belt yeah 100% because yeah. I think it must, it must be terrifying for someone going away that young and then knowing right if football doesn't work out where even, do I go if from here because like even if you're a successful footballer not in the Premier League so you probably make millions in yeah the league, already. Like, successful in I don't know Scotland League of Ireland like you'll play until you're 25, 26 yeah. there's a lot of life left after those yeah. years and if you have nothing behind you or, like it can be daunting to think one day I'm going to retire <laughs> And what am I gonna do then? Like, am I gonna pay the bills? Is that something that crosses your mind much? Yeah, or? yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, especially now that I have, um, now that I have kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely. definitely does come across. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm twenty seven. Like, so I'd like to think, please God, that I've got a few, few years. more years. Yeah. But just go centre half. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, slowly start coming back. <laughs> there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> end up left back soon. Yeah, but I, uh, it definitely is something that crosses my mind. There, eh? I'm looking into things now. Um, what would be like some of the most common would it be coaching that most footballers would end up going into yeah I think that's the route a lot of them go down there is coaching because like it's all like you said like um, some people like they don't have an education or mm -hmm. so football's kind of all they know yeah. so I think that's why a lot of footballers now just go straight into coaching because the next thing yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean like yeah, yeah. football's kind of their bread and butter that's all they've done mm -hmm. right, it's like that with fighters too boxers and stuff yeah. Yeah. hang up the gloves and start coaching because it's all you've known the last yeah. 20 years yeah 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 is Ratton in your mind aside from football is, is staying in football is that what you think you'll want to do or is Ratton else in your mind that you're uh, I interested don't, I in I don't know if I, was to, if I was to stay in football I'd like to go down the youth levels right yeah, yeah. You know? I, I, don't I don't know um, in my mind I'd like to uh, kind of have a go at the, the property side of things as well like nice. my dad me and my dad have a big interest in that as well so me and him we Try to do a couple of projects together. I'll start somewhere, yeah, hopefully, yeah. Um, and then see where it goes from there. Well, if you have any cheap gaffs going, let us yeah, know. Let us know. Something we didn't ask you about, spoke about your family as in yourself, Eve and the kids, but growing up, the family would have had how many like, brothers or sisters did you have growing up? I had, uh, I had a little sister uh, who lived with me in Dublin, Tay, and then I had a brother and sister on my dad's side over in England. So had your mum and dad been separated from... Yeah. As long as yeah. you know, yeah. So as long as I know, yeah. All right, interesting. Did you, and I know this is like a weird question, but did you feel as you were growing up somewhat of a father figure almost for your for your little sister? Yeah, I was. I was very protective of her, like, young. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I was, yeah. But I, I had, like, had an uncle who was around, so he was kind of like the father figure for yeah, both of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, f I did feel like that, yeah. I felt like I had to coin the be because there was no one else, you know? Yeah, yeah. the maturity that comes with that and then the experiences in England and all the way through yeah, that yeah. carries yeah. on, man. It's been one, one mad journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has been, yeah, thank God. It's not over yet, though. It's no. still, <laughs> still, still a bit of life left in Yeah, it's still a bit of life. One question, actually, that stuck with me from a previous guest was Kenny, Kenneth Egan, who was our first guest on the podcast because he spoke about being in the Olympics 
getting a silver medal and coming back to the group, what the fuck do I do from here? And he said, the question he left to ask the guest who was on after him was, what's your five-year plan? Where do you see yourself after that? Now, I'm assuming you still want to be playing ball <laughs> for the next five years, so I may not be in that, but like big picture after football, whether it's in coaching or in property or wherever else you go, once football, let's say we've drawn a line in the sand and that, and you're not Jake Mulroney, the footballer anymore, what kind of, I don't know, impact or legacy would you like to live after football? Um, I don't know. I, th- I think I'd go down the route with me faith. Yeah. I mean, like to coin the... Um, show people kind of um, that that route is, is a good route you know what I mean mm-hmm. and anyway I can really like I, I remember speaking to a couple of kids who um, who were going through a tough time in, in America yeah. about it and I remember not long well a couple of months back a kid reaching out and saying like that he, he was I think he was four or five months into his journey now with, with God and he said it helped him out a lot. So I'd, I'd like to dabble down that nice. route as well, that kind of legacy in terms of like, like you said, like I'm Jake the footballer for what, 10, 15 years and yeah. no one gives a shit anymore <laughs> yeah. after that, you know what I mean? So, as long as yeah. you have that medal around you, people yeah. Yeah. walk around Intercar. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So look, that's... You'll never pay for a point in Intercar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jake the alcoholic. Well, that yeah. 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 How did you actually get, I know you spoke about the relationship with God, like, where did that start for you? Has that always been there or is it something you picked up? Yeah, my nanny was, my nanny was, uh, she used to go to mass all the time. Mm-hmm. She was on mass every Sunday. So she was kind of the first where I kind of picked up on it. Yeah. Um, then when I went to, to Scotland, I kind of found a new way of faith. Like I was like a Catholic and really strong and like in terms of superstition and, and then yeah. I just started going to like a Christian church. I found it a lot more relaxing, a lot more like people think, oh, you have to follow this rule, that rule. Yeah. It's not, you know what I mean? Like some people think, the boys, my mates think I'm bleeding. Weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Because like, I have faith in the fellow who lived 2,000 years yeah. ago. Yeah. 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 Son, you know what I mean? But that's what I believe. You know what I mean? Yeah. I believe that. And um, yeah, look, that's it's just how I am now, yeah. Do you want to ask more questions on faith, or can I ask my... No, you can go. It's not that weird a question, actually. Uh, right, so, if you were to have a son, and he wanted to be a footballer, would you advise him against it, or would you... Everything you've been through, would you encourage him down that path, or? It's a good question, actually. Yeah, yeah. That's a very good question, I think. Took me a long time to think it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been, like, oh, an hour and a half to think it out. Yeah, I would like him, because like I said, like that, at the moment, football's kind of all I know as well, you know, yeah. in terms... Yeah, you see, like a lot of fighters and stuff, they'd be like, "We'd never want my kids to get into this, like the damage yeah. you take and everything else." Yeah, yeah I, I, I understand that. So he's like, "I'm broke up." <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> football. <laughs> yeah. He's like six and a little prickly. Like, Actually, now you're getting into that. <laughs> football. Yeah, I would, because there's a lot of good. You know what I mean? Like it is. It, there is obviously ups and downs. There's a lot of ups and downs, but. Like I said, like we spoke about it at the start, it is a, it's a great job. You when you're training every day, mm. um, it's a fantastic job, even with the Laos. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I would. I would like him to play his garden. And um, I could just advise them kind of what we've been through, or that kind yeah. of stuff, and just go from there. Did you have like a mentor or anyone who was guiding you along the way coming up making it into the academies etc or was it kind of figuring out as you went along you know they would always come across like 
players that like all the boys that look after the young boys. There's yeah, always yeah. a feeling change around. So always, uh, everywhere I've gone, I think um, QPR, um, Forest, Andy Reid was good at Forest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, in there was a few good lads as well. Hearts, that was good lads. It was like um, Stephen Naismith was brilliant for oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. He was good at looking after the young guys. I. You'd always kind of help, you know what I mean? Like, always. Like, that's one thing, like, I don't know, five aside, we dream five aside, and I put him in it, and someone's like, <laughs> well, it's not just his football, it's how he is. Like, yeah. he's, a, he's a gaffer now, actually. How oh, is he? But he's, he's uh, I'm not surprised, because it's just how he is, you know Sounds what I mean? Like, I don't yeah, know what he's like as a gaffer, but as a player, like, he just raise everyone's standards, and if someone needed the arm, he'd give the arm around the shoulder, or someone needed about the hole, he'd, Built him with the hole. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was probably the best I've seen for that, yeah. Deadly, deadly man. Closing tradition. I am trying questions? to think, do I have any more? Any time uh, I like, we'll finish up and then like, yeah. Wait, another I, I do have a question just from a young six year old me who was always like, ah, oh, footballers. Yeah. What, what does a day in the life of a professional footballer look like? Like in season, so you've trained in games to prepare for, like, what would just an, a normal day look like? Um, here in, in Ireland, it's different. To, it's different where yeah, it was yeah. previous. Like in Orlando, would would be up, um, go in, have breakfast, physio for whatever you need, chill out for a while, go out, train. In Orlando, we train for nearly two and a half hours, two hours. In that heat, yeah. But the heat, yeah, that was yeah, <laughs> the heat horrible. <laughs> but then you'd uh, be done. You might have a gym session after. You'd mm-hmm. be done. Uh, probably one o'clock, half one, go in, recover. If you need a massage, I'd go in the cold tubs or stretch yeah, or whatever yeah. you need to do, like do that side of it. And then you're home for one o'clock and you do that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then you play Saturday and then you're off Sunday. But here it's a little bit different. I uh, train Monday, off Tuesday, double, double Monday, off Tuesday, double Wednesday, right, right. train Thursday, play Friday, recovery Saturday, off Sunday. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of routine that we have here at that patch, yeah. Deadly, deadly. And is there any days that you're waking up like, oh, bollocks, got to be a rough day today or anyone? Yeah. Do you know what, do you know what actually hit? Because I came back in, obviously, December, January, so coming back in, yeah. a bit of cold. Was yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Like freezing cold. Oh. From being, being in like the heat in Orlando to the cold One here. extreme to the next. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but now, I, I, I enjoy training the group. I, I like going in. There's a good bit, there's a good training room there at Pats. Mm-hmm. Good bit of banter. Uh, great lads, good coaches, good people around the place. So I actually genuinely look forward to going into training. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like training. Deadly. So there's no real... Yeah, you don't have those there's no bad on a Sunday night. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's, no, there's no bad buzz at all, really. Quality. Quality. <laughs> what, what are you like... Because like, obviously coming up, you're the young players trying to break through and the older players will put their arm around your shoulder and stuff. Pat's team now, like Sam Cortis is, what, 17, 18? There's a lot of young lads on the team and you're probably one of the older lads in terms of have a lot of experience playing first team football mm. and stuff like that. What are you like with the younger lads? Would you be like actively encouraging them and like taking a, an interest in that development or do you kind of just step aside and let them do that thing? Or? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. I, I get on great with the young lads. Like, I'm close with Sam. Like Sam's a good lad, very good lad. I have a lot of time with Sam. And um, when I first came in, like, you could tell that he's, like, I think he's 17 when I first came in. So, he's only, I think he's 18 in December, I think, I can't remember. But, like, I could see, like, that 
I can see why people are talking about him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And my kind of first glimpse, like we, we we spoke about it through the whole season, like his improvement. We spoke, you speak all the time in his crossing. Um, so that's one thing that me and him speak about all the time. And like, if I give him a bit of advice, like sometimes he listens, sometimes he won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't expect anyone really to listen to me or anything, you know, but. Um, sometimes he doesn't. In fairness to him, he's improved massively that side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what sort of tips are you giving him? No, no, just like, because when I was younger, my cross was pony. Like, I was <laughs> terrible. Like, like I said, I'd, all I just cared about the player, was being yeah. the player. <laughs> so my, I had to work very, very hard on my crossing. And then when I got to America, my kind of game was cross. And then when, right, when, yeah. at the end of it. So um, I don't know. I just, like I say, like, just through my own experiences, like, I, Say to him, like, I don't know, like a different technique or yeah, 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 a forced touch or something. Like, we that's actually a few months ago when we were down the crossing and thing, and then his forced touch was messing, like, was messing up his crossing. I'd say to him, yeah, and he just throw his hand up. <laughs> I said, Sam, I'm talking to you <laughs> now. Like, he's like me, little brother, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, that's yeah. what that's what me and him are like. But <laughs> sometimes he does listen, and in fairness to him, going forward, he's improved, yeah, a lot, a lot. Nice. Who who would you be like closest with in the dressing room? Or is that a couple of lads? Like, do you have little groups in it, or are you all just mates with each other? Uh, like, we're all we're all sound with each other. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. no there's no bad people. There's no like some boys will go off and do something together, and some boys might go off and do something else together. But there's no like there's no assholes or anything. Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. It's, it's just a good solid group. Even like. We have a physio called Christy who's there years and he's just like a buzz around the gap and all. <laughs> like all, even all the staff get on with the players and it's just like yeah, it's just a good yeah. vibe, you know what I mean? Like it's a good it's just good good group, like nice. even though it's very young, it's still like a solid group, like. Yeah, yeah. Did you have any experiences with other teams where there wasn't that positive like vibe, let's say, in the group, yeah, or anything like that? Yeah. 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 I'd say actually younger age is like say playing for Forest or anything like that, as kids where you're kind of teammates, but you're kind of not teammates, so you're kind of battling against each other yeah, for the yeah. contract or for an extra year, an extension at the end of the season. Like I'd say, that can get a bit hostile. Yeah, it gets toxic then, yeah. yeah. It does get a bit sticky when you're young because, like you said, look, you're fighting for a contract. Mm-hmm. You don't want the other players to do well. Um, they don't want you to do well, you know what I mean? Like, that's how it is as a kid. Like, And um, I've grown out of that now since oh, of course, you get yeah, older, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, the change room in America was a bit clicky now. Really, yeah. But that was only because of lingo, like the language, stuff. language barrier. Yeah, barrier, yeah. But in fairness, like one of my, a couple of my closest mates, I had to talk to through Google Translate. Really? <laughs> so like saying that, like some, some were alright, and some just you'd never really speak to, just because yeah, yeah. you don't speak the language yeah. that well, you know. Yeah, and it's yeah. just, but um, but here the, the change rooms probably the best one I've been in. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah I think two more questions. Crack on. Close it, really. crack on, crack on, crack <laughs> on. First question is, because uh, I only think about this, if I was like, Dan was one of your closest mates, yeah. and obviously you are a part of Rovers, what's it like playing against one of your closest? Because like, if I had to play a match against Adam nowadays, oh, I wouldn't, I'd I couldn't be, take it seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like, I couldn't go for a 50-50 with yeah, him, or slowly yeah. tackle him. Around. You, know you had to dribble past, yeah. just like pretend I'm trying to tackle <laughs> him, but like, slap <laughs> Zero love there. Yeah. yeah. That's been outside, like, no... <laughs> Like guy, uh, the last game he played, like he broke me up twice. Some people are saying, "You're like, why is that?" Came out with a black eye. Actually, um, Dan, a little cut Dan's elbow, and people like taking the piss now. But 
nothing, no one cares. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and him are there to win a game of football. I mm. want Pats to win, he wants Rovers to win. Like, if he has to break me up to make sure that happens, he'll do it. We, we, I'm telling you, we don't, you might do a little something, yeah, take the yeah. piss, like I might stand on him or now, like just <laughs> as mates. But when it comes to like, if me, if I'm running at him, I'm, I don't care if I make him look like a dog to, to make sure Pat's win. Yeah. And he doesn't care if he has to upend me to make sure Ralph is yeah. win. So that's just how it is. Like, But after it, like, it's all love then after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was Marino, as he said, for 90 minutes, I have no friends or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Like, even my um, sister's fella, he plays for Shells, mm. Tyreek, and it's the same there. Like, I'd sit my mask out with him. Yeah, chat for a few hours, and the day after, I'm trying to break each other up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it is what it yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> that's gas. Funny. Second question I had then, uh, you may have answered it already. What's been your favourite moment in football so far? Uh, hmm. you know what? Probably not sleeping at the bus stop. But. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that wasn't great. No, uh, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Probably, probably Sunday, boys. If I'm yeah. honest, like that's what I said to me, missus. Like, it was a weird one. Like I said, like I'm on a mad weird down. I was the past couple of days, and she said, "Why?" I don't know. Like maybe because I'm, the season's done, I'm not in a real team. Yeah. Mm. And then she said, maybe because Sunday was so, oh, so yeah. good like that. That's probably why. Just I just want to down after that. It makes sense, and yeah. thinking of it like that, it it does make sense, yeah. But um. Mm. Sunday was class. Just probably because my family there, the atmosphere. It's it's a huge game on the Irish calendar. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Just everything in the hall was, was probably that was probably the best. I'd say yeah, it's quality. Quality man, quality. Ready? So for our closing tradition, we're gonna ask you to leave a question, and we'll ask the next guest who's on the podcast then this question at the start. So any question that doesn't have to be about Ant specifically. Obviously, yours was. Um, when we ask him again, what how do you want to make yeah, a difference? Yeah, how are you gonna make a difference? So it can be very open ended, whatever yeah. you want to ask. What's the question? Yeah. It's we'll hard go. when you're on the spot, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> is we'll that, go, we'll go with um how how will you deal with setbacks? How do you deal with setbacks? I don't know if you've had that before. We didn't, no. no we didn't. Like, I'll stick with that then. <laughs> 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 so that. How would you swing in this cross? Love <laughs> 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 so, it. How will you deal with setbacks? I think it's a Is that next guess? Oh, that's going to be a tough question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> good question. Paul. Very good okay. question. Very good question. Before we wrap up, Jaden, do you want to ask a question, Rat, and you like to? No. You sure? sure? We have a little bit of Jaden beside us. Big Pats fan. He's just a bit starstruck at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All good then. All good. Jake, thank you very much for coming on, man, for opening up, sharing your story, the ups and downs, and not holding that and back. It's been a pleasure to be on the other end of the conversation, and I'm sure people are going to get so much from listening. So, congratulations again. Thanks for coming in, and we'll be keeping an eye out for you next season, supporting you. Pleasure, boys. Thank you very much. Thank you, boys. <laughs>